0: This episode of Encyclopedia Womanica is brought to you by Care-of. If you've been listening, you've heard all about my Care-of journey. Started by me taking the Care-of online quiz to figure out what vitamins and supplements are right for me. And I've now been using all the Care-of products I received for about a month. I have to say, I highly recommend doing this for yourself. I've never been very good about taking my vitamins regularly, but because Care-ofs come in these nice packets, I find it really easy to take them every day and I really am feeling great. Care of's products are formulated with good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. They're super transparent about the research and sourcing behind every product, which is important to me. I want to know what I'm putting in my body. Check it out for yourself. Go to takecareof.com and use the code encyclopedia for 50% off your first Care of order. That's takecareof.com and use the code encyclopedia. off, 5-0% off your order. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today's musician was one of the only known women to have composed music during the medieval period. She was one of the first medieval composers whose work survives to present day, and can be understood and performed by modern musicians. A brilliant composer, poet, and hymnographer, her work is still performed regularly in the Orthodox Church, which includes 23 of her hymns in its liturgy. Please welcome Cassia of Constantinople. Cassia was born around the year 805 in Constantinople to a wealthy family of some influence we know little about her early life. What we do know is that she was considered an exceptionally beautiful and brilliant young woman. Cassia was first recorded by Byzantine historians as taking part in what was known as the bride show. This was an event at which Byzantine emperors and royalty would choose a wife from amongst the most eligible women in the empire, giving the winning participant a golden apple as a token of victory. The bride show that Cassia attended was thrown for the young, soon-to-be emperor, Theophilus, who was immediately captivated by Cassia. When Theophilus approached Cassia, he stated that, "...through a woman came forth the baser things," to which Cassia quickly replied, "...and through a woman came forth the better things." Theophilus was so taken aback by Cassia's biting rebuke that he rejected her in favor of another woman, Theodora. After losing her chance to become Empress of Byzantium, Cassia founded an abbey in 843, right outside of Constantinople, and served as its first abbess. Many historians have suggested that Cassia's move into monastic life was a response to her rejection from Theophilus. But some modern scholars have revisited that assumption, and now believe that it was likely a reflection of the intense religious fervor of the day, combined with Cassia's desire to have access to the books, and centers of learning that were part and parcel of Byzantine religious life. Over the subsequent two decades living at the monastery, Cassia spent significant time writing spiritual poetry and hymnal music to accompany her poems. Though it's unclear where she learned musical composition, she wrote nearly 250 hymns over her lifetime. 50 of those hymns still survive, 23 of which continue to be included even today in the liturgy of the Orthodox Church. Cassia also wrote nearly 800 epigrams, many of which are examples of Gnomic verse. Cassia's most famous hymn, known as the Hymn of Cassia, is traditionally chanted on Holy Wednesday in Orthodox churches around the world. It's considered one of the hardest Byzantine chants to perform because it requires an incredibly wide vocal range. Legend has it that the Emperor Theophilus, years later wishing to see Cassia one more time, went to the monastery, but was met by her empty cell. Supposedly, she was actually hiding in her closet. When he saw the hymn of Cassia on her table halfway finished, Theophilus added one line of his own. The story goes that Cassia chose to keep it in his honor, and it remains in the hymn today. While Theophilus may have maintained an affection for Cassia, that didn't stop him from persecuting her. Theophilus was a fierce iconoclast, meaning that he completely rejected the use or veneration of religious icons or iconography in the Byzantine church. Cassia, on the other hand, was a defender of the use of icons. For her perceived insolence, Cassia was whipped with a lash. Still, she refused to change her mind, saying, I hate silence when it is time to speak. Towards the end of her life, Cassia left the abbey and traveled to Italy for a brief period before eventually settling on the island of Cassos in Greece. She died there sometime between 867 and 890. Following her death, Cassia was canonized by the Orthodox Church as Saint Cassiani, also known as Cassiani the hymnographer. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another musician. For more on why we're doing what we're doing, check out our newsletter, Womanica Weekly. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Encyclopedia Womanica. And you can find me on Twitter at Jenny M. Kaplan. Special thanks to my favorite sister and co-creator, Liz Kaplan. Talk to you tomorrow.